Tell me if this sounds like you. You have a brilliant idea for a podcast, an idea that's refreshing in a sea of existing podcasts, but you don't know where to begin. Enter Buzzsprout. As a Buzzsprout user from my show's beginnings, I can tell you it has made podcasting easier. Buzzsprout gets your show listed on every major podcast platform, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You get detailed analytics to see how people are listening, audio players you can drop into other websites, and more. Buzzsprout is also passionate about helping you succeed. They publish new blog posts, YouTube videos, and podcast episodes every week so you can hear from podcasters who live and breathe podcasting. To start your own podcast and get a $20 Amazon gift card, visit the link in our show notes. This lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you and help support our show. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start a podcast. Hey everybody, this is Liz Bohannon and this is my episode on Pop Nerd Lounge. Welcome to Pop Nerd Lounge, the show that shares the stories of creatives to inspire fellow creatives. I'm your host, Steph Pham. My guest today has serious rock and roll chops learning from greats like guitar guru Rob Jackson. Not only is she a first-rate musician, but her songwriting abilities speak volumes. Her EP Wanted is out now. We talk about her education from Indiana University, what excites her in a writing session, and she talks about filming the music video for her song Wanted. This is Liz Bohannon. Welcome to Popner Lounge. My guest today is Liz Bohannon. Liz, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me, Steph. Thrilled to be here. We're thrilled to have you. You performed as early as three and a half. What memories early on made you fall in love with music? Gosh, well, um, I just was always, I think, well, we always had just music playing around the house. My dad was a huge rock and roll, Beatles, you know, Elvis. We just had all the, just the greats in the house growing up. And I really think that it was just, I've, I fell in love with like Judy Garland and, you know, those beautiful crooners. And I think just people encouraging it, my like just getting up at a wedding or a talent show and just seeing everybody's reaction. So I just kind of kept going, you know, like just to get a big old smile and laugh on people's faces. Um, As performance, I think that's where it comes from. It's just the love of making people happy. And just to see like uh-huh. just the reaction that you get when you see people listening to your artwork. I think that's like the best feeling ever. And I think that's why a lot of us become creatives. The encouragement is a big factor of it, for sure. You graduated with honors from Indiana University, and as most creatives find them at a crossroads, whether to continue their education or dive right into their field, what would you tell them based on your experience? I mean, you know, it's just, I I think if you're passionate about something, you just, you have to give it your best shot. And I would say if the opportunities are coming through, and even if you have to make your own for, you know, several, several years, I would say go for it. It's, you got one life and you got to do what you love, you know? Oh, absolutely. Did you study music um, at university? I did. Yep. Studied jazz and um, really a little bit of everything. It was incredible experience being there. You worked with songwriters like Jeff Trott, Rob Jackson, and Lane Martin, and other significant writers. What gets you excited when you go into a writing session? Gosh, um, well, I always, I mean, like, I always try to, you know, have an idea coming into it. And it's really just, I just love working. I work on stuff by myself, and I just get so excited when I get to collaborate because it's so much more fun (laughs) than trying to, like... You know, just go through the exercise. It's kind of like the valleys 
I think of those times, it's like the valleys when there's really not a lot going on. And it's just so much more exciting when you get to work with really great people. So um, really just anything gets me excited. Just get a drum loop going and like a a good memory or an idea, a tagline and just run. I just, I love it so much. There's really, it's, it's just all exciting, every part of it. Speaking of songwriting, how has it looked like during this pandemic for you? Have you been able to collaborate like you used to in the past, or was it a lot of solo songwriting? What has creating during this pandemic looked like for you? Um, yeah, it's been a weird year. Just trying to stay afloat and positive and keep things kind of going, which just getting cre- more creative than normal. Uh, we haven't, I haven't been in, in a studio for an actual session, you know, we're starting to get back to that part of it, which we've, you know, all missed so, so much, but just we, you know, the Zoom rights and we had a few virtual concerts, which was just to get the guys back together to play music was huge. And we kept the ball rolling. We, you know, it was like closed a bunch of doors, can't do concerts. So you really only have one option, just write music and um, yeah, keep everybody, keep the music alive in whatever shape or form. But we were able to do that somehow. So super grateful. And you spoke about us performing virtually, even though that's not like a live experience for you. Did you still like feel that same warmth and reception from like the audience, even though you were performing virtually? You know, yeah, we actually did. Everybody, it's like a different um, you connect with different people that you wouldn't have been able to. Um, and so, and you just get to see people's reaction more online. It's just kind of there in print. So, um, it was exciting to see us reaching new people and, um, and, uh, yeah, we, cause we played a, a regular monthly show at a venue in town and it was our same little crowd and fans and stuff, which we miss it so much, but it, it was, it was cool to see some new faces and reach other people. So, yeah. Last year you released a song called Wanted and you shot this really beautiful visual for it. It kind of took everybody on a journey. And could you tell us about that experience shooting that visual? Yeah. Um, so we, um, my buddy and I shot that video. Actually, he shot it and the two of us just kind of did it all and running and gunning it just two over two days. We were able to find this really cool car that we were we used and just kind of hit the town and found some really cool roads and back roads. And just it was a 24. It was like a 48 hour stint of just kind of adrenaline. We got up before the sun came up on one morning to try to, cause the car was so old and just being on the highway, we didn't want to be around a bunch of cars with this, you know, 20 year old collectible. And I was like, Oh no, we're going five miles per, <laughs> per hour. I don't want anything to happen to this car. So that was a blast. It was a total blast. And we found this really cool, like haunted um, hotel in East Nashville that we shot some scenes in and found out, you know, all these crazy stories about it after the fact. And I was happy that <laughs> I was happy that I read all, all that after we shot the footage because it was pretty spooky. <laughs> <laughs> There's serious ghost sightings there. Oh my gosh. I would be totally freaked out. I do not handle paranormal stuff well. So I would totally Yeah, I don't either. Like paranormal stuff is way for you. <laughs> like I don't even want to go there. I don't want to invite <laughs> I, I don't care about I don't want to invite any ghosts or any burglars. <laughs> Both of them. Okay. 
Moving on. Moving on to the next question. You have a single uh, titled Let Me Go, which will be out by the time this episode drops. So can you tell us a little bit about the backstory of the record? Let's see. Yeah, that was the coolest write. Um, I wrote that with a producer and songwriter in town, Lewis Johnson. He's in this really amazing band called the St. John's. And we just wrote that in one one day. Um, and it took a few rewrites. We kind of kept taking it in a few different directions. And it took um, almost a year to like, it just kind of kept coming back. And it, it's finally all ironed out. And, and it really, I wouldn't change a thing about it. Um, it, it feels complete. And I'm super proud of it. It's um, like pop, it's got some cool beats behind it, but the the message and the, uh, we're really proud of the lyrics and it has like some sustenance, I think, to it. I'm so excited for people to hear it. Um, yay, March 26th, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's coming. We're excited to, to hear it. Um, and I'm definitely going to be covering it on the website as soon as it drops because I'm excited to hear new music from you and speaking of which you have an EP set to release um, which again will be out when this episode airs so what can listeners expect to hear on this new EP of yours okay so I got I have um, let me go on the 26th and then one more song called break my heart um, which I'm very excited as well to put out and it's more of an acoustic sound, like lots of acoustic guitars. And um, it's just another beautiful one. Um, so it's really just those two last songs. And that'll wrap up this, this 2020-2021 EP. Aside from Just Do It, what advice would you give beginning musicians and artists out there? New musicians and artists? Yeah, okay. I would say... Um, Find, um, try to meet new people and make friends um, and figure out kind of who you work well with and um, start your own projects and get involved with friends projects and support support your buddies and go see music. Yeah, no, there's just there's just so many opportunities. And if, if, there, if you're having a shortage of opportunities, like even just playing, you know, in a, in a restaurant or a backyard, figure out, you know, make your own shows and have people just get people together. And it's really about getting, yes, kind of creating your own opportunities. I think in the beginning, at least, and then stuff. Yeah. I really believe that stuff happens once you just start to have a focal point point and you, you just start going. I love it. I love it. And you've been, living in Nashville, since you're from Nashville, and you've also lived in uh, L.A. as well. Since you've lived in these major music cities, would you recommend people wanting to become artists relocate to those cities to kind of collaborate with other people or just to get artist development under their wing? Um, I would say, yeah, being in Nashville or L.A. or New York, I mean, there's music scenes all over, amazing music scenes all over the country. Um, but yeah, there's, there's just so, so much going on in those cities. And I think being around it is a huge part. You, is a huge part of it. Um, of, it just kind of makes more opportunities come more fre frequently and you're just around it. And, um, 
I think that's a smart move to to be in where where the action is. That's it's smart to to make that move if you're serious about it. Yeah, because there's definitely not only networking opportunities, but you just feel like you can be more creatively yourself if you're around that certain mindset. Because like I feel like if you aren't in a creative hub, I feel like it can be a little bit restricting that people won't maybe understand you as authentically as you want as yeah. an artist. So being around like-minded people definitely helps out. I agree completely. My final question for you is if there's something that you learn now that you would tell yourself early on when you were entering the industry, what would it be? Um. Okay, well, I would say... First of all, I love that question. Um, I would say to not to not beat yourself up if something doesn't go perfectly. Um, if you have a, an opportunity that you don't, it doesn't go, it doesn't pan out the way you wished. Or I just think that being hard on yourself, opportunities will keep coming if you keep putting yourself up to the plate. And I would say if you're starting out to to remember that and to like take to enjoy the ride a little bit more. And it takes time to find your voice and a long time. And life is about probably, I don't know, I'm not a philosopher, but finding your voice every day and, and, and growing and building on your path. So I would say to enjoy the ride and yeah, to not worry so much. <laughs> I care for you. Yeah, I absolutely relate to that, especially the finding your voice part, because I know as a fellow creative, for the longest time, I would try to emulate or try to copy those who were successful. And I wasn't really being authentically myself. And it took me a really long time to find my footing and to be like, this is, this is me, I should start embracing it, I should start um, fully embracing it and not hiding from who I truly am and developing my own style and my own voice instead of just trying to be what works out there because it might not be who I am authentically what is trending out there might not be who I am so I, I absolutely relate to that message that's cool yeah it's hard to it's hard to be you in a world where you're trying to fit in too I think. Yeah, it's such a it's like, such a hard tightrope for sure. Trying to cater to what is commercial or what is out there for the consumers and then trying to be yourself. If you want to put out a good message out there, but it might not be hip or trendy or whatever. Like it is extremely hard to be vulnerable or authentic in such a saturated market. <laughs> Liz, it has been such a pleasure speaking with you. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to speak with me. Go ahead and tell our listeners where to find you on social media and where to find your music. Um, yes, I am. My name is Liz Bohannon, um, and my uh, Instagram is Liz Bohannon Official, and uh, that's B O H A N N O N for anyone that wanted to learn that part about myself. And then I'm on Facebook. Um, website is lizbohannon.com and YouTube. I'm out there. I'm out everywhere. Thank you so much. This was a total, I've enjoyed every moment of this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for speaking with me. Special thanks to Liz Bohannon for being this week's guest. What I really took away from our conversation is what she said about being okay with projects not quite turning out the way that you intended them. Sometimes we have to embrace the fact that things don't pan out the way that we envision them. And that's all part of enjoying the creative process. If you want to learn more about Liz, 
Visit the links in the show notes. Popner Lounge is executive produced by Steph Pham and V Co. V Co serves as the show's creative director, and Steph Pham serves as the show's host and editor. You can find us on social media at Popner Lounge. And for all things Popner Lounge in one convenient hub, visit us online at popnerlounge.com. That's it for this week's episode. We hope you tune in next time for another conversation with a fellow creative. I'm Steph Pham. <laughs>